Payne County, it's January. Happy New Year. Happy, happy ordinary time. Uh, oh, yeah. That We're, was confusing. We are in it, man. Yeah, you go from, we have Epiphany Sunday followed by the second Sunday in ordinary time. Yeah, we when so we had random. baptism of the Lord Mass last Monday. Me and you. Yeah. Just and, me and you and all the angels and saints. And then I went to celebrate Mass on Tuesday in our chapel here, right before we recorded the podcast. Yeah. And I was a little caught off guard. I was like, what? well, no, it actually preceded that with Office of Readings and Morning Prayer. I opened my breviary and I was like. It's the second. I was like, wait a, wait a second. What's after the baptism of the Lord? <laughs> oh, it ends with the baptism of the Lord. No. Yeah, it's now the second Sunday. And every every now and then, I dislike the phone app. I just like, I don't want to use my phone as my liturgy of the hours. And then there's that moment when my- It's handy. When, when 50 minutes is saved out of my life, when I pull up my phone, I go, oh, yeah. Now, what week is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That is helpful. Uh-huh. So it is. So it's ordinary time. Um, you know, and when we say, of course, when we say ordinary, we don't mean- uneventful or yep. unimportant. Uh-huh. We just mean ordinary. And don't they call it is it uh, if I if I am correct it is like Rob is handing me the liturgy of the hours guide. I threw that thing away with my first bravery. It is helpful. Rob 20 new, years Rob's ago. Rob's still new on this new on the on the liturgy of the hours scene. I I I was um <laughs> I was with I was sitting next to Bishop Rice uh at um there's a Eucharistic Adoration Chapel at Seek, which I want to. I just want to talk about real fast. The Seek Conference. You can listen to all the talks online. Um, go to Focus and get the talks. Monsignor Shays talks about the two I still utopias. Need to watch that. Oh, the two utopias was brilliant. The utopia of the past, of the nostalgic past, and he says utopias successfully. Uh, they promise you a thing that they cannot deliver. And the, the utopia of the past, of the 40s, 50s, and 60s. Oh, if we can just go back to then, it'll be all right. And then the utopia of the progressives, which is if we keep doing this and this and this and this, it'll eventually, we'll have the, the dream we'll land we perfection. want. His, um, in the words of young people, slay. <laughs> That's what he did. He tore, and then he also gave a talk called I'm the Good Friday Priest. And it was... Beautiful, just absolutely. So, Monsignor James Shea is—he's um, the president of a school called the University of Mary, which is in North Dakota. Yep. Yeah, he's a young guy too. He's our age. I saw him at the—he uh, was at the uh, dedication of the Stanley Rother Shrine, and he gave us a, a, a conference here in Tulsa. Yeah, that was probably six, seven years ago. It was really. He's yeah. He's I, I I'm a fan. Yep. Yep. Me too. That's great. The, so anyway, those talks, those talks are out there. So I highly encourage you. Anyway, I was sitting that was next early, early, uh, January, early January in St. Louis. That yeah. was the uh, first January 1st through the 5th of January. Anyway, I was sitting next to Bishop Rice, who I've known from known for about uh, nine. You've known years. him since he was a baby. Yeah. Uh, eight or nine years. Uh, almost about 10 years. He was the, uh, uh, what's they call that bishop? The assistant bishop. Auxiliary? Auxiliary Bishop of St. Louis. And he used to come to TU to visit students from St. Louis and take us out to dinner oh. and whatnot. And so back to Liturgy of the Hours, I was I sat down next to him and I said, Bishop Rice, 
what week is the Psalter? And he's like, he looks at me, he's like, Carrie, it is a very confusing time. I think it's one. And I was like, the bishop thinks it's one. I was on three. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I got that cough too. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was on the total wrong week of the Psalter. And, you know, it's, it was just a very confusing with epiphany showing up and baptism of the Lord and then post-Christmas. So anyway, ordinary time is like called the season after um, Pentecost. It's yeah. It's not supposed to be like ordinary, just green. It's like, no, it's Pentecostal season where everything is alive and young and fun and fresh. Yeah. So, anyway, ordinary time. Good stuff. It's Good also stuff. A, it's also a great time to disappoint your friends by telling them you're moving. But anyway, um, I digress. You know, we don't move ourselves, right? I know. I know. There's this thing uh, when, you, when, you're, uh, when you're a priest and you kneel down in front of the bishop and you... Yeah, like you put your hands in his and he says, you know, you do all these, you know, he's, he says, he says, do, do you promise respect and obedience to me and my successors? And, you know, what was your was, hands are in his. Yeah, it, it was it's really a, funny it's a, is it's a bishop I, sandwich. Uh huh. I, I said, I, I was like, for like a nanosecond, I thought, um, who's his successor? Yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah, obedience, sure. Respect, yeah, I got the fourth commandment. Um, his successor? That is a hard part, you know, when we, because we were both ordained by Bishop Slattery. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you don't know. You have no idea who his successor is going to be. Yeah. That's why, like, as, yeah, as, a, as a young person, don't, I mean, if anyone out there is, like, discerning, priesthood like you don't you don't go you don't shop around for a diocese where you like the bishop yeah well people did that in denver a lot of people came to denver because of shapu yeah and then he went to philadelphia right so i would say the same thing you know you take it down a level like don't you know don't shop don't shop parishes because of a particular priest yep you know because that priest uh-huh. Oh. Hey, okay. Well, so let's um, let's dive into this since we're since we're already talking about obedience. Priestly promises. Let me say one thing. Let me say one thing though. I think one thing one misconception. Our bishop is very uh, as I said before, I love him and, and uh he's my spiritual father and um like when bishop like when he called me to like to move to say I'm moving. Like it wasn't like you know, it wasn't like a struggle. It wasn't like only, you know, are you ordering me? You know, you see that like on cop shows and military stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll only do that if you're, or, you know, it was there because you said, you know, there's obedience, but there's also respect, you know. Mm -hmm. So Bishop says, this is what we're going to do. And my response is, okay. And that doesn't mean I'm not emotional about it. That doesn't mean I'm not sad about it. That doesn't mean, you know, that there's not that whole range of emotions because somebody said to me like over the weekend they were like well like why didn't you do something to stop it and it's like well that's not really how it's not really how this works <laughs> you know um, yeah this is i not... mean could i yeah i mean i am i have free will to be able to to say to our bishop no you know or i, I will only do this if you 
order me or you or given ultimatums, you know, well, if you move me, then I will try to go to another diocese or, I, you know, like we don't, we just, you don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happens at, uh, when a priest is ordained, Father Carey, there are seven promises that you made on the day of your ordination. Uh, of the diaconate to pray the liturgy of the hours. Um, so yes, okay, so yes, uh-huh. so when so every priest is first ordained a deacon, uh-huh. and when you're ordained a deacon, you make certain promises, but then all those get brought back up aggregated at a, at a priestly ordination, okay? So there are seven. Okay. Seven. Okay, you ready for this? I, I'm excited about this. So these are the questions. So there's seven questions that a priest, a soon-to-be priest, is asked on his ordination day. So you're but, 2010, I was 2007. This is, uh, do you... Re- we don't renew all of these on Holy Thursday at the Chrism Mass. I don't Or sorry, think we Tuesday renew. at the Chrism Mass. No. I think we just renew our... I'd have to look that up. When we get closer to the Chrism Mass, we can... Uh, you won't be here. Those. I will too. No. That's Holy Week. I'll be here for Holy Week. Oh, really? I'm leaving two weeks after Easter. Oh my gosh. So this is like, I you know penitential season having you around and then You're rejoice when you're jerk. gone. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Here I didn't mean it that way. So this is a picture Bishop Edward J. Slattery asking a young Carrie Wackulich. Um, at, at Holy Family Cathedral. At Holy where, Family sorry, Cathedral. where were you ordained? I was ordained at the uh, Donald <laughs> W. Reynolds Center at the University of Tulsa in a basketball arena. Okay. There's a whole story there. I think we've told that before. Okay, here's Uh the first question. Do you resolve the help of the Holy Spirit to discharge without fail the office of priesthood in the presbyteral rank as worthy fellow workers with the order of bishops for the Lord's flock? I do. I do. Okay. Wow. So there's a lot there. There So you promise to be a co-worker. Yeah. Because that's with a, the bishop. It's it's um I'm listening to this book uh on the Dead Sea Scrolls, the Dead you Sea are? Scrolls in the early church. Uh yeah, it I is, don't want to listen to that. Oh, it's I know it's not it's not something you I would through, like. I went th- what does that mean? I, I don't think you I mean it's John Bergsma. I like it's John it's called Bergsma. Jesus and the Dead Sea Scrolls. And John Bergsma's ridden in my car. What? He came to the parish last year. I picked him up at the the airport. Yeah, so he's so we've anyway, eaten, John Bergsman and I have eaten barbecue together. Whoa. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I don't know what to say. I after don't know that. if you can top that. I'm kind of lost. Well, anyway, he, his description is is like how the Dead Sea Scroll and the early Jewish communities had this hierarchy of leaders of you know the high priests, um, the the priests and the Levites. And then how that also looked in the early church and the description uh, uh, of it in the early churches, you know, like, can you find a bishop who is worthy, who's not a drunkard, who's uh, not a recent convert? And then the presbyters participate in the work of the bishop and are there to, as the (laughs) bishop's vision uh, for that diocese, the presbyters are there to help him out. And so this this is right up the, right up that alley. So really, I it, it, in a not an ideal world, but if if the bishop could could do all the baptisms, he would. If the bishop could celebrate all the masses, he would. 
Now, we, you and I have jobs and, and this vo- vocation of the priest because the bishop can't do all that. Yeah, there's this thing called evangelization. And, and so we, we, more people we, are Catholic. We go out on behalf of our bishop to do the things that we do. So your assignment, my assignment, any, any of the work that we do, we do it with, with his permission and from the day of our ordination, as we promised, to, to discharge without fail. Oh man, I feel like, I feel like I've already broken this because I failed. Discharge you know, without fail. Discharge without fail. The office of priesthood. Mm. So yeah. anyway, that's the first promise. What did okay. you say? What did, when he asked you? What did you say? I did. I said I do. Also, okay. <laughs> okay. So then, then he asks, uh, "Do you resolve?" I like that word, resolve. Do you resolve? Do you resolve to exercise the ministry of the word worthily and wisely? Preaching the gospel and teaching the Catholic faith. Oh. And we say, I do. Do you resolve to exercise the ministry of the word worthily and wisely preaching the gospel and teaching the Catholic faith? So, to exercise the ministry of the word, preaching the gospel, preaching homilies, teaching, all of that is the ministry of the word and teaching the Catholic faith. Do, do you resolve to do this? And do you resolve to exercise the ministry of the word? The ministry of the word? Oh, yeah. I, I prayed over these things on a silent retreat. That's been a while, and, though. And now, but now I've been a priest almost 14 years. It's, wow. You're so old. I know. It, it's, the, the word has a ministry and has a mission. Wow. I, yeah. That that means a lot now, yes. uh, and, and sort of different. Looking back at like, oh yeah, like on the day of our ordination, yeah, who would have thought all that has happened would happen? Uh huh. Golly. Okay, the third question. Okay, go. Do you resolve to celebrate faithfully and reverently? Oh yeah. In accord with the church's tradition, the mysteries of Christ especially the sacrifice of the Eucharist and the sacrament of reconciliation for the glory of God and the sanctification of the Christian people. Um, what did you say? I, I do. Okay. I do. Uh, I will. Um, At your ordination, what if you, yeah, what if you phrased your, your answers in the form of a question? They do it over? I do? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm intrigued Don't by the word. That. I'm intrigued by the word uh, resolve. Resolve. Do you resolve to celebrate? Are you looking up the Latin? Well, uh, no. So I've I looked it up. I love you know bugs and words, etymology and etymology, and the the it's from re solvere resolution, yeah, um, which is to dissolve, to disintegrate. But then I love it how words uh, progress. It's like it turns into the word like to melt something. Um, to loosen, to cut apart, um, and then that it, doesn't go. But it doesn't. What else? But then in the 1600s, in the 1500s, 1600s, it's it's this word: a fixedness of purpose and determination. Yeah. Do you resolve when you do something with resolve? A fixedness of focus. Purpose. There's a fortitude that goes with it. Yeah. So, do you resolve faithfully to celebrate cool. faithfully and reverently? So how should we celebrate the Eucharist and confession faithfully and reverently. and reverently in accord with the church's tradition, the mysteries of Christ, especially the sacrifice of the Eucharist and the sacrifice, a sacrament of reconciliation 
Why? For the glory of God Uh and the sanctification of the Christian people. Why do we have mass? Glory of God. The glory of God and the sanctification of the people. All right, so that that was three. There's four more. Ooh, keep going. Number four. And we do this at deacon ordination and priesthood ordination. In the presence of God and his church. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa. Are you... Because everybody's gathered together. Is that ordination? Yeah, yeah, the body of Christ is there. Yeah, your family's there and all random people. In the presence of God and his church, are you resolved as a sign of your interior dedication to Christ to remain celibate for the sake of the kingdom and in lifelong service to God and mankind? Oh, well, well, read that one again. In the presence of God and his church, are you resolved as a sign of your interior dedication Dedication to Christ. Interior dedication to Christ. Yeah, okay. To remain celibate for the sake of the kingdom and in lifelong service to God and mankind. Um, I am. I do? I, I will. Maybe? Not maybe. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, you ever see, you ever These get, are similar to the questions at a wedding. Yeah. Did you ever get that uh, card that was like, um, <laughs> it was, and it's it's a monk on the front and he's reading like something and it says, Oh my gosh, it says celebrate, not celibate. Someone sent me a to, card. To remain celebrate. Celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ce- celebrate. I was like, thank you for mocking my vows. So what's interesting here, you know, so deacons, deacons actually make this, I forgot how it's worded at a deacon ordination, but one of the things, you know, we've had, last couple weeks ago, we had the Agnews on, Rob and Gina Agnew. Who? Never. They're going to. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. And then coming up, Rob and Margie Ponce. Who? And then oh, down the road, guy. we'll have to get uh, Kendall and uh, and Katie Hansen. So that we have three three guys in the parish studying to be deacons, mm-hmm. all who are married. Mm-hmm. If they are ordained deacons, one of the things that, that happens at their ordination, when they're ordained a deacon, then they're already married, then obviously they stay married, you know. But if their wife dies before they do, <gasps> they may not remarry. Yeah. That's a big. That's a big call. That's a big decision. So, uh, you answered yes to that. Uh, I did. I, I love did. that. As I, I forgot that that's how it was worded. As a sign of your interior dedication to Christ. Yes. Celibacy is the, an outward. I mean, is an outward sign. More of like a. Yeah, what we're not or not doing. Mm-hmm. But as a sign of our interior. Yeah. There's no other life. love. No other love but the Lord. Undivided heart. Mm-hmm. I love the line. This is not in there, but uh, a priest said this to us on retreat one time, and he said, "I love celibacy." He said, I, "The way I tell it to people is, he say, he says, I choose to be alone, so others don't have to be." What? Wow! Not good. I choose to be alone, so others don't have to be. Cool. That's really beautiful. Because part of celibacy, I mean, the the very practical part. You know, financially, there's a fine. You know, financially, we don't have a spouse and children, uh, so we're a little cheap, cheap labor, a little bit. <laughs> you know, um, but then the other part is that we are radically available, right? I'm not, I'm not at my son's t-ball game when yeah. a call comes in to go to the hospital. You know, none of that. Yeah, there's it's, not, there's not a commitment. I might be at another church commitment. Yeah. And I still have a family, and I have commitments, that, you know, to my family still. But 
we're available. Yeah. We're available. When I was in the bi-ritual Byzantine Catholic uh, world of Denver, yeah. I had to borrow vestments from some uh, Greek Orthodox guys one yeah. time. And so I was sitting there chatting with them and, and just, you know. They could be married. Yeah, they could be married. And he had this line. He said, man, you Latin, Lat, the Latin rite has got it right. And I said, why? And he goes, the R-I-T-E has yeah. got it R-I-G-H-T. Yeah, exactly. As, especially about uh, priestess celibacy. Really? And, and I said, tell me why. And he goes, spiritual warfare. He says, when the devil comes after you and he does and beats up a priest, um, if the priest is, you know, strong in his faith and committed to um, spiritual warfare, that's the devil's got only that option. But when you're married, he's got your wife and kids oh, to tear gosh. apart. And I was like, oh boy. Wow. And he said, and that's why pastors' kids are sometimes the worst kids on the planet. Wow. I've the never Latin thought of that. right has got it right. Yes. That's interesting. Yep. Okay. That's why exorcists don't have dogs or goldfish, I've heard. <laughs> they get possessed. Yeah. All right. The fifth one, the fifth question at an ordination is about praying. Do you resolve? I do. There it is again. I do. Do you resolve to implore with us God's mercy upon the people entrusted to your care by observing the command to pray without ceasing? Without ceasing? All the days of To pray life. without ceasing. That's yeah, from I Saint do. That's Paul. And so that's well, your the commitment to, uh, at the very minimum, to pray the liturgy of the hours. Done. Um, and I think it's how it's put. I think maybe at the deacon ordination it says, you promise to pray the liturgy of the hours with and for the people of yeah. God. I love that. Yeah. With them and for them. I love that. There was a, a, at Seek, there was a, every morning and every evening, they prayed the liturgy of the hours. And oh, there yeah. wasn't like... You know, there was 20,000 people at Seek, and this hall probably held 800 people, the Eucharistic Adoration ch Chapel. Yeah. And it was full every night of college students praying morning prayer and oh, evening I prayer. Oh, I love that. Which, which is what, um, when they revamped the, the Liturgy of the Hours at the Second Vatican Council, it... It was like, okay, it much more accessible. this is like for the people of God. And now they have it on an app and you can use yep. it and people just scan the QR code and boom. I always wish that that was sort of more a part of parish life. And I've not, I mean, I've not implemented that here and that's, you know, something I think it's hard to like, okay, every night at five, we're going to pray evening prayer in the church. Yeah. Cause it's not, I think for a lot of people like, well, it's, is it mass? No, it's not mass. Well, well, what is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it's an that's the, of the liturgy. One. All right, then the sixth promise is you You answered you, the question, do you resolve? I do. Do you resolve <laughs> oh, yeah. to be united more closely every day? Huh? Every day? Go on. <laughs> what did I <laughs> say? Yes, the look on your face. That was so funny. <laughs> do you resolve to be united more closely every day to Christ, the high priest, who offered himself for us as offered himself for us as a pure sacrifice and with him to consecrate yourself to God for the salvation of all. Well, one more time. <laughs> Do you resolve to be I, more to be united more closely every day to Christ the high priest who offered himself 
as the as a pure sacrifice and with him to consecrate yourself to God for the salvation of all. That's big. Will you imitate Jesus and give your life to him? For the salvation of others. Every day. Yeah, for yeah, for the salvation of all. Wow, yes. you can't be stingy with your life. No. You're like, oh my gosh, this is for me. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that, I'll do that. That's weighty. That is. Um, for the salt can be configured to Christ. To consecrate yourself to God for the salvation of all. Mm-hmm. Just the people in your parish? Salvation. Primarily. Salvation of all, though. But the salvation of all. What is that? What, like, how do you cons- consecrate myself daily? To just. Mm. I mean, that's part of like, just like the prayer, like the morning offering. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the sushi pay the, from Ignatius, you know, take Lord and receive oh, yeah. all of me, my heart, my mind, my, you know, my words, everything I do today, take Lord and receive all of me. Yeah. Sushi. I offer, I offer this day to you, Lord. Woof. Finally. Oh, the last, I don't know if it's the last, I guess I think it is the last question. You take your hands. You put your hands together like you're praying. Don't they bind them in there or something like that? And there's something that... They didn't put anything around your hands. But you go up and you kneel in front of the bishop and you put your hands together mm-hmm. into his and he puts his hands on the outside of your hands. Looks you dead in the eye and says, do you promise respect and obedience to me and my successors. Respect and... Respect and obedience. Respect and obedience to me and my successors. So, um, obedience, obedire, to listen. To hear, yeah. Yeah, to listen yeah. to him. It's the, it's the command that God gives um, Adam in the garden that he can't do because he's obedireing. He's listening to the day star. He's listening to the enemy. Um, and then respect. Uh, this is... I, I went to the etymology uh, of this, and respect. I think respect is a lot, lot more difficult. I mean, you did a, you've been talking about it, like, oh yeah, you know what? When, um, when the bishop asked, called me up and asked me to move, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm prepared to do whatever. I hung up on him. Yeah, and but what if you didn't want to move? Who this? <laughs> what if you didn't want to? You're like, you know what? The bishop wants me to move. He's and- never liked me. He doesn't. He doesn't care about us. Or or the other side, it's like, well, Bishop, I'm in the middle of these three things. Like, I don't think this is a wise, a wise time to to make this move. Um and, or, and so opposing or even like telling people about like so respect, a feeling of deep admiration. Admiration. It's the fourth commandment. It is also not just to um, say, like, uh, because you're in charge, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do begrudgingly, but to recognize that something abides in the bishop that does not abide in me. God's will for my life. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. And and as, as you go back through church history, it's like, as I... That there's something in the bishop 
that all of the church fathers, Ignatius of Antioch, start there and read around him. There's something about the bishop with the Holy Spirit upon him as he commands, we do. And as John Vianney, there was that line they said like, hey, your bishop may be wrong in this way, in this way, in this way, but we're never wrong in uh, being obedient and respecting right. him. Because in being obedient, we're listening, we're completing our vows, but we're also um, showing admiration for uh, the one who has asked us to do this. Wow. Big stuff. And that would be true even if I didn't maybe get along personally yeah. with our bishop. I do. But even if I didn't. Or if he were, you know, maybe he had some quality that I didn't like. Carpentry. Uh, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> oh. I don't know. I mean, bishops are like priests. You know, they have different personalities. Uh -huh. and, um, but you just, you, you, you do it. I'll go back uh, in our last, we we're almost out of time. Uh, when, when Bishop Slattery told me I was going to leave Christ the King and go to Bishop Kelly, mm -hmm. um, I was really nervous about it. He said, you're going to be the president of Bishop Kelly High School. And I said to the bishop, I said, Bishop Slattery, I said, you know, I wasn't like disagreeing, but I was like, you know, I've never been in charge of anything. And he said to me, I was expecting this like profound, you know, response. Uh -huh. And he said, I think I remember you saying, this. you'll be fine. That's it. And That's I was like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, you know, all right. You'll be fine. Uh, okay. He said, he said, I'll be fine. So I guess thanks for your time. And thanks we'll, for your time. And we'll, okay. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, you know, and it was fine. And it was fine. Yeah. So anyway, pray for your priests. Pray for our bishop. Keep it coming. God Peace. bless. Have a great week. <laughs>